Welcome everyone to Game Fart. I'm Man Chicken, and I'm Tom Chan. And we have got some good stuff for you today. Uh, first off, I'm gonna uh, put a little warning out there. Uh, may contain some swear words and some inappropriate language, so it is not for children. This isn't your dad's podcast. Uh. Uh-uh. Um. So, Justin, what do you want? What do you want to talk about today? Uh, I, f- I feel like last time it's just a lot of me shit talking, and, and I think I, I've got some good stuff today that I actually enjoy. So. It won't just be a, an hour-long fuckfest. All right. Well, I think we should kick this off by... Let's talk about the uh, Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate demo that oh, we yeah. played today. So, so tell, let's tell the kids the story of uh, how you got uh, the, the game, Thomtron. Well, I, I guess Nintendo's doing this thing. They're, uh, I don't know if it's everybody, but apparently... It seems like it's only select people. And they're emailing them demo, demo codes for the game that mm-hmm. you can download. They give you two codes, one for you and one for a friend, so... You know, I checked my inbox. I saw that I had two codes. I gave you the other one. Yep. Tried it out. Never played the game before. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what did you think of it? I played Monster Hunter before. Monster Hunter 3, I, I downloaded for the 3DS, and I enjoyed it. It kind of took a while to get into, so I never really played it that much because it seems like you have to do a bunch of stuff before you can actually start, uh, you know, leveling up and stuff and getting better armor and better weapons and uh and you don't really want to go into like monster hunts with other people online until you you have you know the the right stats and the right equipment. And I honestly, uh, I, I like I said last episode, I don't have the uh, Nintendo Pad Pro or whatever that you put on the side of your DS for the extra thumbstick. And it's kind of difficult to control the camera with just the uh, directional arrows being right like below the the stick and stuff. So I actually didn't play too much of it, but. Uh, Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate was all right. I mean, the demo didn't really give you much. It gave you, like, you got you can go on two hunts. Uh, like you said, you gave me the code so we could go on as friends. I played a little solo. You get, you know, two uh, AI computers, which, they you know, they do their job. And I felt like it was more fun when I was playing with you, but I don't know if it's something I would go out and purchase myself. Um, just because, you know, I, I'm not a really big Monster Hunter fan, but like I said, I've only played, like, a, a few hours of the third one, so... Uh, and what did you think, new coming into the series? Uh, how did you feel about Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate? I mean, I guess I, I could say that I enjoyed it. Um, it had a lot of good elements that I liked. Like, you know, the fact that, like, you're hunting, a, a, like, a big creature per objective. Like, that mm-hmm. was fun to, like, hunt him down, especially when he was, like, running away from us. Like there's a, a coward. Yeah, there's a few things, though, that I really didn't like. And most of them were the controls themselves. You know, it's like you said, it's really mm-hmm. hard to move around. Maybe I'm just not used to it. I don't have the extra pad to make it easier. Um, some of the things were just like a little like aesthetic things, which I know it's like nitpicking, but like, yeah. just, you know, like some of the fonts and stuff are just like, I was like, well, why, how could they use yeah. that font for a menu? there's like 30 different fonts throughout the game. So but, I, mean, I mean, without changing it. Yeah. Those are just like little stupid nitpicking things. Mm-hmm. But, um, I think it's, it's probably something that I would enjoy a lot more on my Wii U. So maybe I'll give it a chance there. Yeah. It seems like it has a lot of good qualities and a lot of people like it. I'm sure it's a really good game, mm-hmm. but for some reason, like the whole aesthetic of it, though, it just kind of like comes off as a bit cheesy to me. Yeah, like I'm, I can't like full heartedly get into it. You well, know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. And also, like uh, if you're if you're going for weapons and you're a beginner of the series, like I said, I haven't played much. I tried to play a bit of the bow character, and I wasn't having a good time. It's hard to aim. I can never tell when I was doing damage. Uh, and I was kind of skeptical about using the, um, I think it was the A button to just use the arrow as a weapon. Because I'm like, is this doing anything to anyone? I know we were hunting the, uh, what, what was his name? The uh, the second one on, uh, I want you to say it. I, 
I, dude, I don't even remember, but I butchered it. Took, yeah, I don't know. Took like twenty times for you to actually say it, but uh, it was the intermediate one, and, and he took a little bit of time to. I think we had like you get a twenty-five minute like uh, countdown, and we ended up taking almost the full twenty-five minutes to kill this guy. Uh, you know, with him running around and digging and stuff, and we didn't go through any tutorials. So I, I think maybe if I would have went through the tutorial for the bow, it would have been a lot easier. It was the Tetsukabra. Tetsu, tetsu See, the I still tetsu can't say it. And uh, we also played the uh, the beginner one with the uh, the great Jagai or Jaggy. I'm going to say Jaggy just because it sounds funny. But, yeah, it, it was pretty fun. I mean, it was uh, it's a demo, so, I mean, there's not you don't expect too much from a demo, but it was fun for a few hours. Um, I don't think I'm going to play the demo anymore. It's kind of like when you have the Smash Bros. demo. Like, it was fun for a little bit, but you want the real product. So I might check it out. I don't know. Going back on the the whole aesthetic thing, I said mm-hmm. it just like kind of the the game. Just I need to play it more, but it reminds me of that game that they announced for uh, for Nintendo Direct. You know the one it was like about like fighting with dinosaurs, and it was like the sequel, and we were both like, "Who's playing the first one?" Like, oh yeah, terrible. yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a bunch Fo- of fossil like, fighters. Fossil fighters. Yes, That's it reminds it me of that. Like it's just it kind of seems cheesy, but I mean the <laughs> gameplay mechanics are there. I could see the appeal. Yeah, it's just. I'll probably prefer it on the Wii U. I will give it an honest shot before I decide to hate it full-heartedly. I, th- I think it was pretty cool that they uh, they put Jeff Goldblum in the game of the character. <laughs> <laughs> His Chaos Theory attack was pretty sick. I it's, a, it's a 3DS exclusive Jeff Goldblum character in Monster Hunter 4. So the next thing we wanted to talk about is something that I'm actually really excited about if it does happen. Uh, I recently played through Hyrule Warriors. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely loved it. So I'd love to play more of that. But uh, I guess the company that, that put the put the game out is... Uh, I'm, I butcher it every time I say it. Kyo or Koei Tecmo? Koei Tecmo. Let's mm. just call it that. Like, sure, why not? But yeah, so they after doing Hyrule Warriors, and I guess it was like a moderate success, and uh, they've worked with Nintendo in the past and put out Pokemon Conquest, which mm-hmm. was another... Which you got me for Christmas. Yeah, it was, and like, it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Interesting. And spin on pokemon yeah it was sure. fun and uh so i guess they're interested in doing a uh well f- first i'll say pokemon warriors which mm-hmm. is big surprise there yeah that like, sounds actually pretty fun yeah, i mean I, ha- I haven't played hyrule warriors i mean you were telling me a bit about it um i watched some gameplay videos and it seemed kind of fun and the videos we saw on nintendo direct of uh playing as um tingle and um kid link with our mask link majora's mask link seemed pretty cool so i I could see that as a Pokemon thing, like playing as different Pokemon, uh, depending on which Pokemon they chose, obviously, for the main characters. like Yeah, like what I'd like to really see is how they took uh, how they took Hyrule and like took that aesthetic and made it like so visually pleasing with like mm-hmm. all the characters. Like I'd really like to see that come to life in the realm of Pokemon because like aside from like Pokemon Snap and like maybe like Pokemon Coliseum, we really haven't had like a visually pleasing Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. But the other thing that they expressed interest in doing was uh, Mario Warriors, which we talked about in the last podcast, how we're just tired of Nintendo stamping Mario on everything. But I could also see the appeal in Mario Warriors, too, because, like, if you're playing a Mario Warriors game, I could see how you could take on hordes and hordes of enemies like there are in a Warriors game, like just like thousands of Goombas coming at you. Whereas in Pokemon, I couldn't see, like, a million of the same Pokemon. Yeah, so I'd like to see the Pokemon one come to light, but I'm not sure if it would be as, like, as believable 
as the Mario one. I think a Mario one would be cool. It's kind yeah. of like, I think I get sick of Mario sometimes because it's the same stuff reiterated. Mario 3D uh, World, I think, for the Wii U was actually kind of fun, very competitive, uh, which I found interesting. But a lot of the games that come out with Mario's name on it are just kind of, uh, they feel like they're just like placeholders, like they're just holding you uh, through to the next game. And they're not, they don't always put too much into it. I never played the, the Toad treasure thing but actually after we talked i went home and i did watch some videos and it looked pretty interesting actually interesting fact it started as a zelda game so you were actually going to have link doing that but they they chose toad over it but yeah i i, I don't know this seems kind of cool i mean i i'd like to be mario or luigi just hand-to-hand combat bashing goombas and koopas in the face so that'd be pretty fun yeah and they just have to do it very carefully and very right like mm-hmm. they did with hyrule warriors i mean if the pokemon thing doesn't come to light i would love for them to do pokemon conquest 2 on the 3ds instead of mm-hmm. regular ds like very least give us that next on the docket list we're going to talk about a game i've been playing it came out two days ago so i've been playing it for roughly two days and uh, that is resident evil um for the ps i've been playing it on the ps3 you can get it on the ps4 the xbox the xbox one and i'm relatively sure you can get it on the wii u as well um, so the the new Resident Evil is not actually a new Resident Evil. Um, it's a, a port of the GameCube ver- version with uh, better graphics. And also you can play as Buff BSAA, Chris uh, Redfield. And you can also play as Jill Valentine with a ponytail. So that's pretty uh, that's pretty good. Uh, Justin, uh, tell, tell me a bit about, you know, the Resident Evils you've played. Have you played any? I played Resident Evil 4 okay. on the Nintendo GameCube. Uh, one of my best friends in high school got it for me for Christmas mm-hmm. uh, in like grade nine. And I thought I've never played it before. New to the series. I thought it was a very thoughtful gift. Loved the game. And yeah, it kind of bummed me out though. Cause I like, you know, I, I jumped on the bandwagon at number four and I didn't really continue. I haven't played five or six yet or anything like that. You're not, you're not missing out too much. Five is fun. Five is, five gets a lot of flack, but, uh, I, I enjoyed it. It's is fun that- to play with friends and stuff. Is that the one where it's like you're in Africa? Yeah, you're in Africa and you're you're fighting. Uh, um, I forget what they're called. Now. I think they're the Uroboros in that game. Yeah, and it received a lot of flack for being racist in the beginning, and then it, the game came out and people were like, "Well, it's too actiony," but it was fun for what it was. Um, what I'm excited about most about this uh, the Resident Evil port that came out for the PS3 and the PS4 and you know, uh, all the different consoles is uh, they okay. Some added features are they added a new control scheme. If you've played the first Resident Evil, uh, basically it's you get the screen and then whatever direction you're going is the direction on. It's a weird control kind of thing. Like sometimes it's it's inverted to go down or up and all that kind of stuff. Where in this one they added a, a simpler controller scheme where it's just like you can go on the direction you're pressing. But it doesn't change, say, if you're going down and you enter a new frame like with the camera angles. Uh, you can keep pressing down and going forward, so that's good. But if you want to just, like, you know, stop and then press forward, like, it works that way as well. And what I'm excited for is this uh, this port, I think, will give fans and, uh, you know, creators a, a better idea of what uh, survival horror is. And I, I kind of hope that, you know, the spark of, you know, people buying it, I've heard tons of good things from other people and people playing it and stuff, maybe who jumped on the bandwagon during Resident Evil 4. We'll see what the first three Resident Evils were about. I say the first three, even though the third one wasn't that great, but it still had the old-fashioned gameplay. I, I watched one of my friends play through Resident Evil 0, and mm-hmm. I thought that one looked pretty cool. I wish I would have played it on the GameCube. Like If I'm if I remember correctly, you're kind of like 
running your way through like a train, right? Yeah, it one? starts off. You're you're this. Uh, I'm I haven't played it in a few years, but you're this uh, guy Billy, um, and he's like an escaped convict or whatever. And basically, the first uh, Resident Evil is uh, they're going in and looking for Bravo Team. Resident Evil Zero is what happened to most of Bravo Team, uh, like Rebecca and all them. But yeah, if you if you want to check it out, it maybe if you did jump on the bandwagon a bit late, it, it is an awesome game. It's a lot of fun. And they also added this new feature uh, called Resident Evil.net, where you can go on and you can it updates your data and stuff, so you can see the game completion you're in online, like the stats, how many monsters you've ran into, how many weapons you've collected, all your achievements and stuff. Although a lot of people don't really care about the achievement system anymore. I still do. It's close to my heart. So this is kind of off topic, but if you had to choose between Resident Evil Zero and Super Mario Sunshine, which game would you pick? Me, personally? Yeah. Um, that's a hard choice. I really like Super Mario Sunshine. Um, Resident Evil Zero was fun, but it was brief. It was short, and it wasn't as good as the, the first one or the, the second one or the third or the fourth. Super Mario Sunshine was really innovative for what it was. It was a lot of fun. But I remember um, when it first came out, watching the trailer, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I was just a little kid. And I'm like, why the fuck does Mario have a water cannon? And I was kind of confused, and then I got my hands on it, and it's it's really good. So I, I'd choose Super Mario Sunshine, and I, I'm honestly a bigger Resident Evil fan than I am a, a Mario fan. I will give Mario this, though. I did give him a lot of flack on the last episode, but Resident Evil kind of deserves my flack. Uh, Revelations 2 is coming out. That looks kind of good, but... I know you said you haven't played it, but six is just god awful. It's you know it's got some highs. I like the the Jake storyline, but it's just awful. It's just quick time event after quick time event and just long and drawn out. It's one of those games that uh, you know when you're you're talking about playing Mega Man. Well, imagine you were playing Mega Man, and Mega Man was like, okay, Justin, that's where you have to go to beat the level. This is what you have to press to beat the level. Fucking do it. Just go. And like giving you so much direction where it kind of bogs you down. And that's where Resident Evil 6, I believe, which was trying to be more of an, an action adventure game, even though they gave you that kind of, uh, you choose between three different sets of characters and each has like a different element of gameplay. And it was just bad. It wasn't, it wasn't good. Although Mercenaries was good on that. All right. So let me backtrack here for a second. So okay. our listeners don't think I'm retarded. Yeah, I asked you that question because when I first got my GameCube, there were two bundle packs. One came with Resident Evil Zero, is the okay. black Nintendo GameCube, and one was the Indigo Nintendo GameCube with Super Mario Sunshine. So I just wanted to see if I made the right choice, and I still think I did because I oh, love yeah. Super Mario Sunshine. Mm-hmm. It's like one of my favorite games ever. So I just wanted to see what you thought of that. Yeah, no, that is a good choice. Although, if you ever get a chance, I would go back and play Resident Evil Zero if maybe you can get your hands on a Wii or something. Yeah, but I totally I know what you mean about like linear controls like that, like. This is also backtracking to our previous podcast. I went and checked out Puzzles and Dragons. Oh, yeah. Downloaded the app, and I was playing it in class today. Oh, yeah. And it was just like, I, get, I mean, they got to like explain a puzzle game mm-hmm. in some way, but it's not like super hard or anything. And it was just like tutorial after tutorial. And I was just like, oh, man, just like, let me figure this out. Let me play the game. I don't yeah. want to read all this stuff. And yeah, so I know what you mean. Like, I just hate being told what to do. Yeah. It's kind of funny, though, on the last episode, I was talking about how it was like Candy Crush. And, you know, we made a few jokes about it. And I was playing Trivia Crack on my phone. <laughs> and one of the advertisements came up and it said, Puzzles and Dragons. And I looked at them like, this is the exact fucking thing. They're really, that's like if they're like, new Candy Crush for the 3D. Like, I just don't get it. Yeah. It's um, going to be real hard to turn a buck off an app that's free. 
Yeah, you know for I mean? sure. I even if you put Mario's face on it. Yeah. I mean, I could go online and put Mario's face on it myself, but I can't do that. I'm joking. I don't have that kind of skill. I'm gonna recommend that you uh, you play Resident Evil Five and maybe Resident Evil One, Two, Three. Um, they they re-released Resident Evil Four on was it Wii, PS3, and and Xbox One? Pretty sure. I don't know. I don't have an Xbox One. I'm not a huge Xbox guy. I did have it for my PS3 though. Um, okay. They re-released it when the Resident Evil Six Anthology came out, and I picked that up. And it comes with uh, well, at least on the the PS3, it came with one, two, three, four. One of them might have been changed out with Code Veronica X. I don't know if that was four or not. That sounds like a good package. Yeah, it was only 80 bucks. Not Pretty bad, good. not bad. In the director's cut of the first Resident Evil. Uh, what I did like about Resident Evil 4 was the controls. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really a survival horror game kind of guy. Missed out on like Silent Hill, all that stuff. Um, two series that have caught, actually the only two series in this genre that have caught my eye have been Resident Evil, like just number four, playing through that. I like the, it's kind of the over the shoulder. I like the, I like the control system in Resident Evil 4, so I hope that, isn't too much of a difference in five when I play it. Uh, not in five, or, but was if, it six that you said? No, in six it's the same basic com- concept, except you can walk forward and shoot, you can slide and shoot. They added like all this like action stuff, but if you do backtrack, it's kind of like extremely different. You hold up on the stick to aim up and down on the stick to aim down, and that's how you shoot. You, there's no like curse or anything. Yeah, it's right. kind of like a or spray and pray kind of thing. I so. kind of like the cursor though. Although you know what, I, what I will give it is it. But people might say it's like bad controls, but it's it is survival horror, and you don't want the greatest controls. You want to feel helpless, and I think Resident Evil does a good job of that. Although when you do get used to it, it is pretty easy to remove a zombie's head with a pistol or a shotgun. So yeah, well, I one of the things I liked about Resident Evil was that it, it gives you that feeling where like you're helpless, but it's like a fair helpless. You know, like you're mm-hmm. never put in a situation where it's just like, oh my god, like I'm dead. You know, like you always see the harm and you have the chance to react to it. Yeah. At least that's those are my impressions. Maybe it's different in other games. Yeah, just if you backtrack, it's a bit different. In 5 and 6, you, you see the danger. Unless you're playing on like nightmare mode, it's not really that much of a challenge. Uh, in the first one, though, there are a few booby traps that kill you. There's like poison or like night pieces that move. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I could give you all of them for PS3, but you suck. Yeah. So. And just because I mentioned it, the other survival, survival horror game that I really loved is Dead Space. Mm, I I really like Dead Space, the first <laughs> and the second one. I haven't played the third I, one. Yeah, I honestly I haven't played the third either. So, but uh, I've heard terrible things, and just watching gameplay, it doesn't seem like it has the same kind of um, feel to it. You know what I mean? It seems more adventurous, and I I get that, I guess. Although Silent Hill hasn't been the greatest as of late. I mean, the new trailer looks awesome. The the playable demo trailer that was cool. Um, downpour wasn't that great it was all right but they they seem to keep steady with the hard melee like kind of uh, controls and stuff and all that i like horror games that are like you know kind of like fuck you here you go and like you have to like actually work to figure stuff out man chicken you you know me i'm a i'm i'd like to think i'm a pretty optimistic guy Uh through my experience of playing dead space one and dead space two it is like the one world in all of video games that I never want to go. Like, yeah. nothing ever goes up for Isaac Clark. Like, you think it does at some points, but his life is just shit. Yeah. Like, if that was me on that ship with those zombies, That'd be like, like zombie, whatever the hell, they're necro, I forget what they're called. They're not zombies. They're like yeah. mutant space 
mutant alien things yeah but uh i'd probably i'd just shoot myself in the yeah. face like especially since like i mean if you're fighting zombies you know grab a sword cut their head off whatever you gotta cut these things limbs off and the ones that are like at the end of dead space one where they're like stasis crazy like they're like stasis pack was in their skin and shit and they're like running really fast i would honestly the fucking baby things in the second one oh dude those were terrifying honest to god i would hang myself when you're and in that fucking gym and there's a bunch of baby things coming at you i wanted to kill myself and spoiler alert don't oh. listen if you don't want to listen but towards the end of dead space 2 you've been through so much already and then you get into that like one contraption that like drills out your eye. Oh my god! And I, I'm just like, oh, like why do they have to do this to this poor guy? Like, poor guy. We've been through so much already, and then I, we're finally at the end of it, and you got to take his fucking eye too. Maybe, maybe comment and tell us. Uh, I don't feel like I'm gonna play Dead Space Three. Are you gonna play Dead Space Three? Probably not. Uh, maybe comment. Tell us if you get some retribution. Maybe it's a happy ending. He's skipping and frolicking with his friends and stuff. That would be great. As far as I can see, like. I know, like, you talk to people and stuff in the game, but you're, like, the only human. Yeah. Like, it's such a lonely game. Especially since everyone you know dies. <laughs> I love it, but maybe that's why it bums me out. Like, it's so lonely, it makes you think you're the only person left alive. Yeah. I guess, well, it is space, you know. Space yeah, is a lonely place. But I don't, let's get off Ted's space. It's All not right. even relevant anymore. <laughs> We're just chatting now. You got some Metroid stuff pulled up over here? Oh, yeah. Um, Next week, when we do our podcast, mm -hmm. uh, I'll be fresh off the nintendo eShop release of the metroid prime trilogy that comes out january 29th so when we do our podcast um oh we'll probably have to do it thursday night right not friday morning so yeah yeah actually i probably won't have played it but i will be playing it'll it. be in your possession i'll be playing it that night uh, okay and i will be coming to school the next day so very tired yeah with bags under my eyes probably next episode i'll just uh be playing the same old shit unless i get my ps4 yeah for everyone that for if you're thinking about getting the metroid prime trilogy um to find it in a physical copy on wii will cost you over a hundred dollars and i've seen it go for way more than that on like amazon and ebay and it's really rare to come by so the fact that for one week only when they release it on january 29th you can get a digital copy for 10 bucks just fucking blows my mind jump on that bandwagon don't miss out even twenty dollars the week later like when the price goes up but ten dollars oh my god that's pretty fucking good three amazing games ten dollars arguably the second best game that ever came out on gamecube next to wind waker that's course. a broad statement second best game have you ever played um um trying to think of a really shitty game so that's basically all we have for today. Thank you for listening. Uh, well, hopefully we'll have this up on YouTube soon. We'll have our first episode up hopefully sometime tomorrow. Um, and yeah, just keep posted and hopefully uh, we'll get better at this and uh, you'll enjoy. So uh, thank you for joining us. I'm Man Chicken. And I'm Tom Tron. And you've been listening to Game Fart. <laughs>